Hi, I'm Haley St. James. I'm speaking from the United States, and I'm a Coldplay fan. For the third time Hi. this week, basically. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. good. I'm good. I'm just very nostalgic, you know? <laughs> yeah, I do. I am nostalgic for you. Imagine you yourself. Yeah. Uh, so, Haley, you were here for the second time this week, right? And yes. for a very special reason. And I was listening while I was editing to... Well, as I was editing your last episode that came out this Wednesday, mm -hmm. I was thinking about how some things got even funnier with the perspective that you're going to see Coldplay like 300 times in a week because it, we talked about the Today Show and by the time the Today Show was like the latest thing and you were such like, <laughs> you were so innocent and 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 childish oh, like oh I'm my god be, i saw them i live. hate listening to myself back on podcasts but i always do it at least once for quality control i'm going to die when this drops yeah <laughs> yeah this is very funny when i was editing i was like little did we knew right because <laughs> lots of things happened and then i remember that you came to me and said see let's let's try to talk again because lots of things happened and i was like nah not, not lots of things happened but lots of things happened and when i edited it it became clearer so wow what happened <laughs> you saw could play live in the same week for two three times three three times in one week three yeah. times in one week yeah and well us on twitter received many photos of you uh that you i think you're going to talk about them about some photos with some front members and band members from certain bands and then I, I want to know everything about it oh yes yeah. so Coldplay week in New York New York week as it's called now because forever it will be New York week <laughs> my, my first real full week back in New York City after moving back because the week before I just moved back from living in Massachusetts for a year and I mean when I got vaccinated in March, my first thing I said was, okay, so I can finally see Coldplay live again. And then in June, obviously, that got to happen twice in one day at the Today Show and Macy's 4th of July. But I didn't think I'd get to see them again so soon. Um, so in, it was mostly early August, end of July, early August, um, right after they announced the album and everything, which was insane. They dropped Coloratura, which, you know, completely yeah. dethroned Viva La Vida for me, which, you know, that's major life milestone. That's official, by the way. It has the... Oh, it's been official. Oh, okay. It's been official for... Which is which is crazy, but yeah. I mean, Viva's still my song, but, but uh, uh, Coloratura is my favorite song. Not to say Coloratura <laughs> by any band. Oh, got it's it. Perfect. Got it. Yes, yes. Viva is still like my song. It's just, it's my second favorite Coldplay song and my second favorite song of all time. I'd oh, love to see it. Okay, so right after they announced the album and released Coloratura, um, not long after that, um, I believe it was first the um, Odyssey, um, which is a radio hosting company. I guess they they run a they have a they run a bunch of the radio stations in America. Got it. Announced that they were 
doing a album release concert um, sometime in September, and that you had to like eventually like enter this contest, and like maybe like 200 people would win and get to see the band in some you know private intimate location. And at this point, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, I mean, I hope I moved into the city by then. I mean, it'd be cool if I got to go, but yeah, I'll enter. Why not? Um, and at that point, they they didn't announce when it was, but I had surgery scheduled for middle of September. I was supposed to get my wisdom teeth out because even they're not bothering me, I need to get them out for reasons. <laughs> yeah. So um, by that point, so they announced the, the Odyssey concert, then a Maybe a couple weeks later, they announced that uh, the Apollo, oh, Sirius XM, the other major radio um, thing in the United States, was doing a Coldplay concert at the Apollo in Harlem, which is my old neighborhood, um, and it was a historic venue, and that they would be doing a contest for that, too. And I was like, oh, wow, two Coldplay concerts. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, uh, let's see. I mean, if I, if I can somehow survive my surgery, if I can get into these, you know, I will go with, you know, my face swollen from wisdom teeth surgery. I, <laughs> I, can, I can definitely make Global Citizen. That's a Saturday. It'll give me plenty of time to recover from this surgery. So they announced Coldplay. We're hosting, we're, we're going to be the headliners of Global Citizen. And I could actually buy tickets. So I bought my ticket um, for $99. And I was like, okay. Yeah, so I'm guaranteed a seat. I'm guaranteed a spot. I'm at least seeing Coldplay in September. That'll be cool. I will go through with sheer willpower through this surgery if I don't get into the other into the other two concerts. And yeah, so I was all set for at least one. Um, so by this point, you know, it's the end of August. I have a place. I've just signed my lease. I'm ready to go pick up my keys. I'm walking around Brooklyn. At this point, my friend Amanda has won the Odyssey contest and asked me to be her plus one pretty much immediately. So I was like, okay. So um, yeah, that's happening. And at this point, I've also rescheduled my surgery to November because oh. I'm an adult. I can reschedule surgeries <laughs> if they're, you know. You know, they're, they're, you know, not, you know, life-threatening. Yeah. So I did that, and I was like, okay, so I'm going to see them at least twice. That's cool. Okay. Um, so I'm walking around Brooklyn because I'm going to see my friends play that they're doing in their backyard. And I'm walking around, whatever, just went to a bodega, got a sandwich or something. And I get a phone call, and it's the guy from Odyssey, and he says that I won. And I had to, you know, provide, you know, proof that I live in New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut. And I'm like, well, I just signed my lease. I'm moving back. He's like, that's fine. That's perfect. So I, by sheer fact that I was in town the day before I went to pick up my keys with my lease in my hand, I was able to win tickets to see Coldplay Odyssey. Wow. And that was, you know, insane. It was like, okay, so not only was I someone's plus one, I was, you know, they don't have to be, I don't have to be a plus one anymore. I can be. You have a plus one now. I, I have a plus one now. It's great. At this point, literally the day after I move in, Coldplay announced the collab with BTS. Ooh. So armies all over my Twitter, all over everyone's Twitter. It's just a lot mentally. Like I'm just so overstimulated and just very, man, mental health is crazy. And I'm like, well, at least I have Coldplay to look forward to next week. And I actually get to like see them and like maybe they'll play my universe live. That'll be cool. Yeah. I don't know. I just need to see them live. Okay. So we get to Sunday, Sunday the 19th. Yeah, Sunday the 19th. Um, I'm like, you know what? I'm short and I'm autistic and I kind of need to be in front if this is an intimate gig. Um, we find out that the concert for Odyssey is at City Winery, which is in Chelsea, right on the Hudson River. 
um, which is very like nice, you know, very nice okay. area. It's a very, very nice venue, very, very intimate. So I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna camp out. The weather's gonna be nice. I'm, I'm gonna camp out, I'm gonna do it. Ooh. A couple of my friends from Facebook who are also going, decided to join me really stupidly early because we're insane. <laughs> You're not insane. You were a fan. Yeah, it was worth it. I mean, I camped out overnight on like right next to Little Island, which is a little park island next to City Winery on Hudson. It's very cool. It's also a performance venue itself. Um, and yeah, I waited overnight. It was very cold. Um, but by the time the sun rose over the city, um, the trucks started coming and we watched the roadies. Oh, um, my God. All the equipment into the building, which was very cool. Um, I got to meet Paul, their stage manager, got it. which was cool. And I got to meet Matt McGinn, who was, you know, roadie from, was roadie my life on the road with the Coldplay yes. book. Matt, uh, Matt is a, a famous and, and classic one, right? He's the roadie since Matt the is, beginning. Matt is, Matt is the roadie. I mean, it's not roadie 42, but he's like, he's the roadie yeah. from the book. So that was pretty cool. And so, you know, we just sort of waited, you know, spent the day waiting for our people's plus ones to arrive, more people to arrive. Um, by around, you know, four o'clock is when the band started showing up. Um, at this point, I like, quickly ran to like throw some trash out. So by the time I'm walking back from the trash can, I awkwardly walk past Guy and Will. Oh, I remember that photo. I, you have a, <laughs> so a photo, just, like, a video. So it's just like me just casually oops, sorry, I love you, bye. Um, <laughs> but then I immediately realized Johnny's going in. So I managed to catch Johnny going in. And Johnny's a sweetheart. I told him that I'm the one from the post about the cake yeah he's like thank you so he remembered which is crazy because you know that's, that's johnny buck that's johnny fucking buckland like the, the johnny loves cake meme was like my oldest contribution to the coldplay fandom like it's like it's always kind of crazy to think that okay johnny knows about this fucking meme that i made when i was a teenager in high school like okay <laughs> crazy so yeah um i didn't get to catch chris at this point but at this point like Back in line, like, holy shit, I met Johnny. Holy shit, that's cool. Um, and then, like, you know what? Actually, I need to go to the bathroom. Where's the closest bathroom? Little Island. Okay. So I run over to Little Island, use the bathroom. Come out of the bathroom. There's Phil, just chilling. Chilling. Phil waves and says hi. And he remembers me, which is, you know, crazy. Because, you know, that's, that's, you know, no, no, well, it's Phil. It's Phil. Phil fucking yeah. Harvey. It's, it's, it's Phil. Phil fucking Harvey. You know, we love, we love Phil. I mean, infamously, uh, me and Saf in june got to talk to phil at the uh, today sh after the today show yeah i remember um, some people got to talk to him phil is a sweetheart yeah so, some people even mentioned about the race to phil and he was yeah, like well we never know right? at that point yeah we never know <laughs> I, I brought up my whole i want to write a Coldplay musical yeah was like, that was something i remember that too okay yeah that that was june but this time phil like you know you know we talked like he asked me about, you know, like, once I get to know him a little better, which is, like, crazy. So, you know, low-key just sort of tell him my story with the band and how they got me through everything and how they just, you know, saved me over and over and how I've been looking forward to this era for a long time and how their music got me through quarantine and just how excited I am for this album and everything and about my musical again because, of course... Um, and then, you know, I don't know where Phil just pulls out his phone and asks me what my ad is and yeah, follows me on Twitter in front of my <laughs> fucking face. Right in front of my salad. Like, okay, <laughs> In front of my salad. This is so old. In front of my salad. Yeah. Like, 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 Phil Harvey, really? In front of my salad? Followed me on Twitter? <laughs> what? Okay. Crazy. Like, 
like I've waited half my life for the band to like, you know, give me, I mean, not, I mean, anyway, half my life for them to follow me on Twitter, but like. In front of you, it's different. In front of me, like Phil Harvey, like this is the creative director of the band that got me through everything. Like it was very surreal. It was almost like living in a fan fiction. <laughs> so that, that was like the beginning of the fan fiction moments like come to life, truly. So, you know, Phil's really sweet. And then he asked me if I'm just coming on Thursday. I'm like, yeah. And then like when he follows me on Twitter, he like pulls up my like bio and reads it. He sees that I'm queer. And he was like, yeah, that's cool. Like, hell yeah, that's awesome. And I'm like, speaking of speaking of being queer, um, can you tell us anything about people, the pride? And he's like, um, wait till Thursday. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay, Phil. Okay. Spoilers. Just kind of keep- Spoilers ahead. Yeah. So I just keep that to myself. Which is, which is, you know, kind of cool. It's like, okay, so like that's happening. Maybe we'll get people to Pride Thursday. I don't know. Uh, so anyway. So you knew it before everyone that everybody was going to listen to people on the Pride and you couldn't say anything. I couldn't say anything. Like, <laughs> Phil trusts me a lot, which is like, you know, it's like people like people just like, oh yeah, Phil's your bestie. I'm like, it's so weird to think that he is. I'm pretty sure you have already listened to music of this phrase and you just can't tell anyone. Not but I'm sure you can. I do not know what humankind or let someone go in its entirety or beautiful sounds like. I literally don't. Okay. I do not know most of this album yet. Like, I, no, I have not. If I did, like, I wouldn't even be on social media right now. Like, no. <laughs> I know. Like, no, the band follows me. I, I can't. Like, no, no. So gig itself. So I'm there with like a bunch of my friends from Coldplay Twitter who are just the best, best people. I love them. They're my family. Uh, I'm so sad. Saf is 17. So she's two months too young to be there. So I just blew a kiss at the stage. I was like, this is for Saf. Saf Ooh. should be here at every, at, at the two gigs, the, at the Odyssey gig and the Apollo gig. I was just like, Saf needs to be here. It's not fair. Saf isn't here. But odyssey gig so i'm very short and obviously i've been there for 24 hours because that's how long i waited to get in and i ended up right in the front um and like the way the stage was set up the the venue set up is it's very very intimate um like small room and like the stage is like there there's like maybe a foot that's like in between the audience and the stage pretty much and there's like one like security guy like occasionally walking in between that empty spot and the stage so i'm directly at the basically where the barricade would be essentially if there was a barricade so i am just directly in front of the stage and then the concert starts and i end up being directly in front of like right in between chris and johnny yeah so i'm you know just okay yeah right next to all the bucking thank you yeah one eye and chris one eye and johnny here for chris and johnny i mean that's my boys. I mean, I love everyone in Coldplay. I my bias in Coldplay is all of them, but Chris <laughs> and Johnny, like they're my babies. And just getting to watch them do one doing higher power live again is always incredibly cathartic. But like them doing it literally a foot from my face, you yeah. Know? Getting to scream your love song "Save Me" over and over a foot from them, it's pretty fucking cathartic. Yeah. Um, and you know, <laughs> as the gig goes on, like it's just it's such it's so nice and intimate and. Chris mentions at one point he's not doing that great and like but he's trying his best and like we're just happy to be there to support him it's just you know because a few days before at the iHeart Festival in Las Vegas he said that he was feeling really bad and like 
the whole fandom we're just like what's going on what's wrong we don't want to question anything we just want to make sure he's okay no and I, but and, I, w- I want to make a, a quick a note here that is some people were trying on the fandom like guess what happened or even i don't accused. even want to delve like the band follows me i don't want to delve yeah. if chris is dealing with personal stuff i just want him to be okay i want him to be happy that's all i want like i worry about chris more than i worry about myself sometimes yeah so isn't healthy but i i worry about that man yeah no I, i mean i mean it's nice for us to worry i think we need to worry it's our favorite man it's it's someone we love somehow in a different way as as an artist slash fan thing but guys some people were attacking dakota like it's not dakota it's not it's dakota not, it's, it's come not on dakota. it wouldn't yeah no like i don't even want to it was it was her birthday yesterday like oh yeah dakota yeah. chris I don't want to judge what's going on with them. I love both of them a ton. Yeah, so, so guys, like everybody, calm down. Everything is correct. Leave Chris and Dakota alone. Yes, okay. exactly. Okay, so, so on, just um, a note here. Come on, continue. At Odyssey, the um, the set was really, really intimate and really cool. Um, we get to, um, you know, we get to Viva La Vida. Um, and, you know, Viva La Vida Live is always incredible. And, like, that's yeah. my song. So, like, I'm having a great time singing my face off. And then, you know, in the middle of it, Chris just reaches out and holds my hand. Like, I'm in the front row, and Chris Martin is holding my hand during Viva La Vida. Oh, my God. Like, I'm pretty sure my soul just left my body at that point. Because it's like, <laughs> okay, what? Chris Martin is holding my hand during Viva La Vida. Like, I've had dreams about this kind of shit. Like, what? <laughs> Holy shit, Chris Martin is holding my hand during Viva La Vida. So, you know, I, you know, I don't make it too long. I just, you know, I'm just like, I'm just living in that moment. Like, we're having a connection. I'm very emotional. Let's go. I, I look at my friends. I kiss my hand. I'm like, holy shit, that just happened. And then, you know, we move on to the rest. Of, we just move on to the rest of the set. Um, first time hearing my universe live directly in front of me. With my friend Lexi, who is like the biggest BTS fan I know, really, like, our whole thing as a friend, as a, as friends, has been like, we love Coldplay, we love BTS, we want them to collab, we wanted to, we've manifested this collab as long as we've known each other, like personally, which is crazy. So the fact that like we're there, he's singing it, he's singing the Korean in front of us, and like we're singing along. <laughs> great it's like this is like the pinnacle of our friendship like well it's not the pinnacle because like we've had a whole week where we got because Lexi was at all the gigs which was cool um but that was just so great because like we love this we've manifested this this is it Lexi was my plus one um for Odyssey oh yeah it's nice because um but like all my friends like so many of my friends were there it was so lovely um and then you know at the end the last song of the set was Coloratura and you know It's my favorite song of all time, and I'm a foot from Johnny Buckland. <sighs> that guitar solo got me pregnant. <laughs> God, Coloratura Live, A Foot From Your Face is frankly the closest I'll be to like seeing whatever the higher power is in this universe, frankly. It was it was truly transcendental, and like I was crying like so hard it was it was incredible the song is amazing live every person should see it live it's great and you know set ends they give me the set list and i'm like you know crying and going home with my friends and yeah that was that was just the first night that's literally just the first that's just the monday like i was like okay this is this is the best day of my life how can this give me that cold play followed me on twitter i got to hang with phil i got to meet johnny i got to be with all my so many of my best friends 
I got to see Coldplay foot from my face. Chris Martin held my hand. Nothing can get better than this. Two days later. Again, little did you know. Little did you know. Wednesday the 22nd. A day that lives in my heart forever. <laughs> Truly. Okay, wake up. It's about seven in the morning or so. And I'm on Twitter. And the first thing I see is Coldplay are on the Howard Stern show on the radio. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. I hate Howard Stern. No. Howard Stern's a dumpster fire. That was a heavy day for everybody. this man. He's so mean. God, his interviews are so awkward. And like, but I'm like, wait, it's the whole band. The whole band are there to probably support Chris. Okay. Maybe it's worth a listen. I don't know. So I'm getting dressed and listening to the the interview. And it immediately starts out incredibly awkward and just gets more and more awkward. Chris is just so uncomfortable. And Howard just keeps delving and delving. And Chris just doesn't want to talk about it. And like the band get to answer a lot of questions. And like, it's really nice to hear from the rest of the boys. Cause like, we love that. We love content from Will and Johnny and Guy, like love it. So like, I'm just there being like, okay, like the C train is a block outside my apartment. Should I go up to Harlem and fight Howard Stern? Like not literally, but like, do I just go and like, see if he's there and be like, (laughs) no, don't like you. How dare you make Chris sad? Um, yeah, basically. So I got like against and hopped on the train and listened to the... Thank God somehow my phone had service the entire way up. So I could actually listen to the entire interview and the performances. So like, there I am getting off this, getting off the subway in Harlem while Coloratura is playing. While I'm also like a block from the Apollo where they're playing. And I'm like, you know, holy shit, Coloratura live a second time. What? Oh, isn't it the best live, everybody? And everybody on Twitter is freaking out. It's like, holy shit, it's Coloratura live. It's the best. Holy shit. So I get to the so I get to the stage door of the Apollo on 126th Street, like right as the song ends. And like, yeah, um, I just sort of stand around near the stage door. I see a couple of the roadies who recognize me and they're chill with me just chilling there. Like maybe there's two other fans who are there who I guess knew me from Twitter, but I don't know them personally or anything. And we're very just chill. And it's like, okay, so maybe the band will come out. I don't know. Maybe Howard Stern will come out. I don't know. No, it turns out Howard Stern was taping his end of the rate of the interview in Times Square at the studio. I've been to the Sirius studio before because I saw the cast of Hades Town do a gig there once, which was very cool, but that was a while ago. Um, but I know, so I'm like, okay, so that's where Howard was. He was in Times Square. Great. Okay, so Coldplay are here. Fun. <laughs> My boys are just in the building. Fun. Great. Okay. Who knows if they'll come out? Who knows if, like, maybe they're doing their sound check for tomorrow. Like, seems likely. Okay. So I'll just wait here, you know, wait and whatever. Maybe, like, tw- half hour goes by and like some girls who seem a little younger than me run by like scout out the area for like five minutes then leave and I'm like hmm I don't know it seems like they were looking for somebody like I know that BTS are like in town for the UN like I don't think like would they be here I I don't know I doubt they'd be here maybe if they'd be here like wouldn't there be like armed guards with sniper rifles because like bts are like (laughs) the most popular band on the planet with the with some of the most intense fans i've ever seen like they have crazy stalkers like i got really nervous i was like bts can't be here now bts aren't here there's no armed guards like there's no like secret service people because i know they were traveling as special envoys with the korean government so i was like there would be special envoys here they would be there would be there would be security and you know, I'm just chilling there, whatever. And then, you know, I see a group of people leave the building, like on the other side of the block. Um, because there's I guess two stage doors. And they're leaving the other stage door, this group of people, and one of them has pink hair. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> That's Holy a sign. Shit, was That's that a BTS? Sign. That's already was a that sign. BTS? 
like, oh, oh shit. Okay. So I tweeted, um, so someone lied. Uh, did I just see BTS? I don't know if I saw BTS, but I saw some, I saw a bunch of people, including a guy with pink hair. Be like, holy shit, is that Hobie? Did you see a Hobie? Like, I guess I saw Hobie. <laughs> like, I'm still getting to know all the band members. Like, I know who they are now, thank God. I don't. But like, at and this I'm point, sorry. I was like, I still don't know everybody. Be like, okay, because my bias is Namjoon. I'm like, Hobie's one with the pink hair. Got it. Okay. That might have been Hobie. I don't know. Okay. Um, so I tweet that and like armies on me on Twitter. I'm like, holy shit, wait, did you see BTS? Like, how are you alive? Like, where are they? Like, I'm not telling. Like, I don't like no. Yeah, you cannot tell them, right? Like, the band follow me. Coldplay follows me on Twitter. Like, I don't want to be that person that compromises, you know, potentially risks the lives of, you know, or well-being of these boys who are all around my age. Like Namjoon, I'm a month older than my bias, which is fucking weird to think about like, yeah namjoon is literally a month younger than me really <laughs> i love it yeah namjoon was born in september um 12th i'm born august 11th so i'm a month older <laughs> yeah. than kim namjoon from bts which is <laughs> awesome i love that i love that for me um so i'm like holy shit was bts here i don't know that could have been them i don't know um so yeah some waiting a couple you know hour or so goes by eventually like chris walks out of the building like he's just playing his guitar and he waves to like the small group that's there it's me and like two other people three other people at this point and he walks back in like okay so chris knows we're here shit okay chris knows we're here <laughs> fuck okay <laughs> um so eventually guy and will come out and they come over and they're really sweet and i get pics with them like the fact i have a selfie with will and guy and guy is smiling like it's so rare. Like that is that <laughs> is very right. rare because guy rarely smiles in photos. So the fact that I have a smiling guy yeah. photo that also has Will, who is also smiling, that's crazy. They're so nice. I love them so much. They're the greatest. I didn't get to see Johnny this time. Uh, Phil came out. You know, give me a fist bump. Asked me, I was doing it. But I, I remember, I remember your picture with Johnny from the Johnny previous from the day, concert from, from, the, Monday. from Monday. Yeah, he was wearing a from mask Monday. Yeah. Shot. Um, yeah. But I can see the the funny thing about that photo is that I can see him smiling. Yeah, even yeah, with you can tell that the, the mask. This is so cute. It's so it's so nice. So then you know after Phil, you know, get a couple minutes and then Chris Martin comes out and um, he's he's wearing a purple jacket and I'm like hmm, okay that's a cool jacket. And then Chris, the first thing Chris says to the, to to our small group is, "Did you see BTS?" And I'm like. <laughs> walked into so you know chris is just so so kind like i have wanted to meet chris martin for half my life he has been like the one constant celebrity man that i have stand and loved and had a crush on in any capacity <laughs> so like the fact that he's just there yeah is, is still there like holy shit it's chris martin it's chris fucking martin from coldplay my, my favorite celebrity like what he's just this he's everything i dreamed he'd be in more like he came over to me and like i i told him that you know uh i'm a writer and like i told him a little like, truncated version of what i told phil about you know me and then i i, I told him that hey because you know I, i've listened to music for so long and like your message of love and everything and just everything just helped me realize a lot of things about myself and then I'm you know I'm queer and I'm trans and I just really really owe you and the band so much and he was like that's so cool I'm so proud of you and you know hearing that come from Chris Martin 
it, it's it's like holy shit i just came out to chris martin and he said he was proud of me <sighs> and he was just so kind and you know he asked me my name the entire time like he was looking me straight in the eyes like he gave me the most unbroken eye contact like he was smiling like he was actually fucking smiling <sighs> so i get really emotional just thinking about this because like meeting chris martin has been something i've wanted for so long and like i've met you know i'm a theater person i see a lot of things i meet a lot of famous people because i have a lot of you know connections and things that i don't you know it's, i don't like bragging about anything i know a lot of people I mean, theater people i don't know a lot of like non-theater people and like chris has been like one of the few like non-theater celebrities that i've been like i would do anything to meet them and it happened. You know, being back in New York and it actually fucking happened in my yeah, old so neighborhood. <sighs> it was just the greatest. And he was just the kindest. Oh my god. <sighs> and I, I just I, I love Chris Martin so much. And the fact that I didn't say anything embarrassing. The fact that like I didn't say, <laughs> hey, like I've had a crush on you for half my life, or like I or, or like or like I didn't say anything about like wow like my dream throuple is you and Dakota like I didn't Oof. say anything like that. Thanks God. Like, like I dodged such a bullet. I could have made such a fucking idiot of myself, but no, I just was my honest true self, and Chris was proud of me for that. And I mean, at that point, I was like, okay, nothing, nothing can possibly get better than that. So you know, I go home and I'm like, wow, this is the greatest day of my life. Nothing can top this. Okay, I'm seeing Coldplay at the Apollo tomorrow. That's cool. Okay. So Chris remembered me from the Monday show and it's like, you in the front row. I'm like, yeah. Chris just remembered me, which is crazy. It's like, okay. I know it's, I know he's not like that old, but like he has a memory like that. Like that's, that's pretty cool. Okay. So next day, um, back up to Harlem for the Apollo gig. Um, I'm my friend Alonzo's plus one. I know a lot of people from like the Coldplay Facebook group have gotten tickets because someone in the group talked to Phil because they also found <laughs> Phil on Little Island on Monday. Um, there's, I don't know, that happened. I'm like, cool, cool. You got to see Phil too. That's nice. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, getting to meet Phil is great. I'm happy anybody gets to meet Phil. That's awesome. Uh, so a bunch of people got in through Phil and like some of the fan sites. So like, actually I knew a lot of people because for the longest time, me and Alonzo were the only people I knew <laughs> from the fandom who were going. Yeah. Those intimate gigs are nice to, to meet people too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but it was nice to see a lot of like, the familiar people from Facebook and Twitter there. Um, uh, we ended up in the mezzanine. Um, I know some people who were there got to like catch some of the band going in before the show. I didn't want to bother them. I also didn't want to bother Chris because like, I know he's probably still having a rough time. And like I yeah. just talked to him the day before and saying, it's not necessary. I don't want to pre-door. Like, I don't do that anymore. Like I don't pre-door. Post-door, maybe. Pre-door, no. Let them go in. Don't want to bother them. They're getting ready for their gig. It's their night. Um, so I, uh, I got sat in the mezzanine, which is great. Cause the Apollo is like the sides of a Broadway house. So it's like a yeah. big house, but like, it still feels very intimate. Um, so I'm on the second floor. So I'm like above the stage. So I'm like looking down on the stage, which is great. Um, a bunch of my friends are like on the side in the front, like on the, on the first floor. So like the kind of side view, which is still cool. Cause like, they're very close. This is, um, this like, is, oh, had, this is where we have a gif with you like screaming Clara yes, to her. Not there yet. It's amazing. Not okay, there okay, yet, okay. But, so the Apollo is just this gorgeous, gorgeous house. And like, it's historic. And I've always wanted to see something there. Cause like that's my old neighborhood. And 
it's just a really famous venue and so many incredible legends have performed there. And like, of course it's like, well, the first gig I'm going there is seeing Coldplay, like how on brand for me. Yeah. So that gig, as, as far as I can say, as long as I live, I think the Apollo gig on the 23rd of September, 2021, the greatest concert I've ever been to Ooh, so far. Really? Yeah. Because one, like at the Odyssey gig, like, like, yes, the visuals and everything were so amazing. Like, Pilar put her whole into that. Like, wow, wow, <laughs> the visuals, the projections, everything gorgeous. That's a much smaller venue. The Apollo is big. Mm, so, got it. Or at least decently big. So we feel like it's immersive. It feels like you're in, you're in the spheres. Like, you are in fucking space. Like, the projections and everything. It's just so stunning. So this set is just, you know, it's being recorded for the radio, which is cool. Um, but you know, so set starts out pretty similar to the Odyssey gig. You know, we get music as through into higher power, Fox and Affix You into Viva, uh, into Human Heart with We Are King, which is great because I love them. We Are King were also at the Odyssey gig, which was great. I love them. They're amazing. I love Amber and Paris. They're they're just so cool. I saw them go in and they waved to them and they were um, on, at the Monday show and they were so sweet. I didn't get to talk to them, but I waved to them because I love them. Yeah, uh, they're but amazing. that was really cool. And then, you know, after Human Heart, like, I'm like, wow, yeah, Human Heart, I love it, I'm crying. And then <laughs> fucking people, the pride starts. Yeah. And like, at first, I'm like, wait, what is this? <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, it's fucking people of the pride. And I'm there recording audio because I love taking audio, at, like, because we actually could use our phones this time, which is like kind of shocking considering Odyssey, they were like, no, no phones. They put them in a pouch so you can't use them. This time, like, okay, yeah, people are just on their phones taking video and shit. And I'm like, okay. So I just was like, I'm going to take audio because like I, I prefer like to re-listen to my concert rather than rewatch. watch So I'm in a mezzanine. Like I wouldn't be able to get great video anyway. Um, but <laughs> I'm like, holy fucking shit, it's people of the pride. So I'm just internally just swearing a lot while I'm watching. And then <laughs> it's just... I hear this song and like Chris's stage presence, his charisma. Like when I say that I am so glad I came out as pansexual the week before, like. (laughs) Yeah. Chris Martin performing People the Pride is the hottest thing I've ever seen in no (laughs) contest. Like genuinely. Like, oh my God. Like, I don't know if you, have you heard the song, Rodrigo? Have you, did you see the clip that was posted before Warner took it down? I yes, I saw a clip, but I didn't. I didn't see the whole video oh, because you I'm seen the like whole thing. spoilers. I don't want. I, I went to listen fair, to the, Very valid. the song okay. first because like this part's what Chris is crawling around on the stage and he's yeah. Just I know there's something like and that. I'm just. Do you have the video, by the way? Because when the album comes out, I want to, to yes, of to course take I have the video. That. Oh, thank you, because we don't have it on YouTube anymore. Why wouldn't I have the video, Rodrigo? Like this is my song. <laughs> like, this is my song. So, like, I'm just freaking out. And, like, Chris is so hot. And, like, the band is on fucking fire. And, like, Johnny's going so hard. And Guy's yeah. going so hard. And Will is going so hard. And I'm just like, this is so sexy. I'm dying. This is incredible. <laughs> and, you know, like, near the end of the song, Chris sticks out. There's a lyric about, like, and we'll all feel free. We'll all be free to fall in love with who we want. And I'm just like, did Chris say the thing? Did Chris say the thing? Oh, I didn't know that part. And I was like, that's oh, new for me. Oh shit! Oh shit! Chris said, "Chris said queer rights." Chris said queer rights. <laughs> oh, 
fuck. And so I'm just freaking out. And so like people, the pride ends and I just can't focus on adventure of a lifetime to even like, which is the next song. I just have to even think about like the next, next few songs. I'm like pro- still processing people yeah. the pride because that just happened in front of my salad. Not <laughs> again, that, again, that meme coming again. Just I like... can't help it. Coldplay did that. And oh my fucking God. Um, and then, you know, Um, eventually um, a really cool part of the concert was Coleman Barks who is the poet who does all the rooming yeah, um, yeah. translations he who was on Kaleidoscope on Headphone Dreams he came on and did um, and did Guest House and another Ruby poem where like Chris and the band were like jamming in the background and it was so transcendent like I was already like wow nothing can top people to pride live and Coleman Barks come out and just does some poetry and we're all just yes. vibing and it was like wow Chris was so like this is so great Chris feels so much happier like He's living, we're living. Then we get to my universe again. And, you know, that in a full venue is just so magical. And it sounds so good. Chris is doing the Korean again. But, like, you know, we can hear more of the backup vocals. And, like, oh, it's so good. It's so freaking good. And then, you know, we can get to the end of set. We get a sky full of stars and it's great. We're all on our feet, whatever. And then Chris, we've got one more song. It's 10 minutes long. Like, if you want to leave, you can. Like, no, why would I leave? And while, while Chris is talking, like, <laughs> Phil just casually sits right down next to me. Oh, like, you talked about that, I remember. Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> okay, Phil is here. Great. Phil's going to watch me cry to Coloratura. This is great. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention, speaking of crying to Coloratura, on the on the Wednesday, um, while I was waiting for the band to come out, one of the roadies came out, handed me a set list and Will's drumstick. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, I, saw you, I saw you crying in the front row to Coloratura on Monday here. I was like, what? So I just, you know, casually have World Champion's drumstick in my apartment now, which is amazing. So now, so now Champy can beat me whenever he wants. Uh, <laughs> you know, not me. Don't quote me. That's 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 that's, that's so feck xylotomo. That that's that's her thing. I don't want Champy to beat me. I love him, but no, that's her thing. Um, so yeah, so there there I am. Um, and now we get to the point of the show that has been immortalized in video and GIF form. Um, me uh, being the only person standing up in the mezzanine. Rocking the fuck out to Coloratura. That is <laughs> the gif. Because wouldn't stand up for the national anthem. Yeah, that is the gif. That is the point. I, I got so mad that people were sitting you know, down. Nobody was fucking vibing except for me. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all people? Yeah. This is the greatest song of all time. And I mean, it's amazing live. When is it an amazing live? But at this point, like, all the projections around the room, or around the building are just so... It's like you're in space. You're in Coloratura. And it's just so... Holy shit, I was just vibing so hard and rocking the fuck out and like clearly because after the set ended and the band, you know, bowed and left the stage and people were expecting an encore and there wasn't one and everybody was booing. I'm like, no, it's fine. They've had a long set. That was like a 75 minute set. Wow. Let them rest. They played a 10 minute song. Come on. It's a long set. Like, let them rest. Um, I got to talk to Phil again, which was really lovely. Um, And Phil was like grateful that I didn't tell people that BTS were there yesterday because he knows. And like Phil's just such a good guy, and oh, I love Phil so much. If Phil, if you're somehow listening, hi, I love you so much. <laughs> hey, Phil, you're the best. I, I do you, too. Phil. You're my bestie. I love you, Phil. Please come um, to my podcast. You're invited. Please. Oh my god, if we got Phil on the podcast, I'd die. That would be incredible. Um, but Phil's so sweet, and so after like a bunch of us like were like wait. Like, yeah, it's raining, but, like, do we want to maybe see if anybody's at the stage door? So we run out just in time to catch Chris again. Again. <laughs> and so Chris one remembers me yet again. Um, and so I'm, like, I, I, you know, telling Chris, hey, um, 
thanks um, for playing. Holy shit. Thank you for playing um, People to Pry. That was incredible. Um, thank you so much. And like, so yesterday when I, uh, when I came out to you, <laughs> question <laughs> about that, um, um, I got some, I got vibes off People to Pry. Was that intentional? And Chris just turns to me and says, yeah, we just, we really wanted to write this big, thank you for picking up on the fact that there's a big, sweary, gay metal anthem. Sweary gay and I'm just internally being like, Chris Martin just said big, sweary, gay metal anthem. <laughs> you should she have recorded that. Is. I should have recorded that. But I mean, I didn't have live photos on the time. But I got another selfie with him. I should have had live photos on. Where the hell didn't I? I had live photos from the from Wednesday. So at least I have video of Chris saying my name and asking me, you know, you know, being yeah. so kind. Um, but I don't have video of Chris saying that to my face, but it lives in my head forever because I immediately tweeted yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice that you have the memories and, and it's nice that it's something like private from you too. I think it's, yeah, it's beautiful. It's just the fact that he said that and like, just, okay, Chris, you, you are, you are truly my, you are truly the ally. Take your time, do what you need to do. I'm not, I don't know. And I mean, I'm just really happy that he said that because I was like, holy shit, Chris said the thing. Wow. And then, you know, cut to today or yesterday when he was on French TV and he said it on TV. I mean, when it got, when it got recorded and like people were tag telling me that he said it and I'm like, he remembers. <laughs> yes. And that was, I'm just like, wow, this is my legacy. Chris <laughs> Martin calling people the pride Big, angry, sweary, gay anthem. Thank you. I owe you my life, Chris. Come on, you're besties now. Not only to feel. I am to not fail. besties with Chris Martin. Oh, yes, you I'm are. with Phil Harvey. I am. I have talked to Chris twice. I've talked to Phil four times. It's you a know, start. It's Phil a start. is my bestie. Phil is my bestie. Chris Martin is just... Chris Martin. I will never be besties with Chris Martin. Like, I would love to, but like, no. I think, I think oh that's God. just too much of a responsibility to say that I'd be besties with Chris Martin. Do you think like, so? I just, I, I love him so much and I don't want to like intrude. I just want to like just respect him from a distance and like maybe occasionally like give him a hug. I don't know. Like, nah, come on. I it's, love it's... him so much. Nah, you can be friends. I'm anyway, pretty sure you'll yeah, be I good like friends. I be friends with him, but like. Uh, Oh, I can't say anything more than that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe just friends. I've already said that the band follows me on here. No. Okay. Um, okay. So then, you know, that's two gigs in one week. I'm like, okay, but I still, I also have Global Citizen. I mean, long story short, Global Citizen was crazy and exhausting and wonderful. I mean, it was just a whole day in the sun standing outside for like nine hours Wait, more than that. But lots of great at, concerts. Actually, too. more like more like twelve hours because like me and Saf got there at like eight in the morning because Saf had to come in from Pennsylvania. And like a bunch of our friends were supposed to be in it. We're, we're in our section technically, but we got there so much early that we didn't end up standing with them for the gig. But that's okay. I mean, we I wish because my biggest regret is like Saf, I wanted Saf to hang out with everybody because I love Saf so much and she's a little sis and I just very protective of her and I, I want to have a good have time her here. and feel included. I I, I tried to talk to her because she's one of the person. And here, Saf, if you're listening to this, you are invited. Please come. <laughs> Please. I would love Saf to be on this podcast. That would be so fucking cool. Saf's the best. I love her so much. That's my little sis. Oh. Um, so we, uh, you know, we spent the whole day just waiting for Coldplay to come on. But like so much of the concert was just so fun. Like, yeah, there's a lot of like politicians and like 
famous people coming on and talking about saving yes. the environment and destroying and like getting rid of poverty and and Lizzo. Rights. I mean, Lizzo's and concert was Lizzo, just Lizzo said, "Oh fuck, I am so gay for Lizzo. I have the biggest crush <laughs> on Lizzo. She is." She is a gorgeous woman. Yes, I mean, I love, I love Lizzo for so long. She's incredible. She was like one of the reasons I wanted to go not just for Coldplay. I was like, okay, Coldplay, Lizzo, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish, yeah. And she, I, I just cannot believe that we had Coldplay and Billie Eilish and yeah, Phineas. Yeah, I mean, the whole, the whole gig it was <sighs> such a really incredible day because like I got to like see artists I probably would never see otherwise because like I don't really care about Camila Cabello or Shawn Mendes, but hey, I got to see Camila Cabello uh, and Shawn yeah, Mendes. That's no. pretty cool. I got we to see J-Lo. Like she's hot. Like that's fun. She's yeah. a great dancer. Um, but like Lizzo was incredible and I love her so much. And Billie, who are like not, I've never been like super like, huge fan of I think she's like I like I like I like her like vibe and her aesthetic but I don't really love her music but like her stuff from her new album is really like Ooh, at I'm, least I'm, happier than ever and your power are so I'm fucking a big, good big, live big fan. like those are great songs and she's amazing live and she's she's super cool and like yeah I was like holy shit yeah you know yeah she's really talented hell yeah it's cool seeing her live um and then you know Coldplay come on and um Obviously, Coldplay are the best set because, of course, they are. They're the headliners, and but also they're Coldplay. I'm biased. Yeah, you're biased. Um, but like the fact that they got to share their set with with so many of the other headliners was just so yeah, magical. that was just so beautiful. And like, I mean, obviously, seeing Long Long do clocks that's that's so cool because like Long Long is like one of the best pianists on the planet, and like that was so cool. And like, obviously, like Billy and Phineas coming in on Fix You was so cool. And like Camille and Sean doing yellow was really cute. And um, when I got Esther Chungu from Zambia to come on yes. and they do her song, that was so fucking rad. Like, I was like, this is so cool. This is what I love about Coldplay. They don't care about borders. They don't care about, you know, differences yeah. between humans. They just care about humanity and what bring and like what makes us similar and what makes us humans, like our shared human experience. And like, that was so so magical yeah that concert on global citizen really really remind, reminded me on uh oh my god i forgot it oh super bowl the super bowl when they got yeah. bruno and beyonce yeah which was like you know so generous and humble of them that's what i love about gold exactly and so people are like you're going to share their headlines and i was like that's so cold play that's so cold play for for sharing headlines and and it reminded me uh, this this global citizen concert reminded me what what they did on on Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I just it was just so magical and like you know that's three Coldplay shows in one week and they were all so different and so cool and I mean some of the greatest moments of my fucking life. Like I I, I can't take any of that for granted. Like. My luck that week was so unreal. And like right now, yes. like Coldplay are in Europe right now doing a bunch of gigs. And I'm just sending everybody I know who's going all my manifestations, all my best vibes. Like I want them to have as great of a time as I did because everybody should be able to have an amazing time seeing Coldplay. And well, now they they, they are rumoring tours. The rumors about a tour. Like I don't know when they're going to have They're not going to announce it the day the album drops. That's going to be too much like they're no, dropping the album need to focus on just dropping the album they but, will announce I mean, a tour at some point it's just i don't know how like what the capacity is going to be like how yeah. often they're going to actually do it like i think it might just be a venue by venue basis more than like an actual like tour announcement tour. yes because yes, I get it. they're focusing so much on saving the environment and sustainability and like i can't go to the seattle gig because i have work um i don't even know if i'm able to host the zoom thing that i wanted to because i have work um, yeah 
but I'm really looking forward to the Seattle gigs. At least they're streaming it. I'm hoping I, I just, you know, they'll announce gigs when they, when they announce gigs. I mean, I hope they get to Latin America. I hope they get, <sighs> you know, to Asia. I just want them to be able to go everywhere that their fans have been wanting them to go. I want to go to Africa. I want them to go everywhere. Like they should go to Australia. They should go everywhere they fucking want when they yeah. can, when it's, when it's sustainable too, because they care so much about this planet. And uh, I just really, really hope that like it happens and it's affordable. Obviously the dream is it's affordable, but like I, I'm saving up because I want to follow them. Like I'm going to see them, you know, Boston, New York are obviously like, yeah, that's where I like want to be in the front for, but like, I'm not picky where else I go. I just want to be in the room, in the venue, just vibing with my, vibing with my friends, vibing with the boys. Just, I just want everybody to be able to have a good experience because yeah. everybody deserves to see them. I remember when we were recording the previous episode in the podcast that you said that you, we would like to, to be on their social media, to be their social media and to follow them in, into tours and this kind of things. And wow, I really hope if you come to Brazil one day <laughs> to watch Coldplay, I really hope that we do this I together. Wait until they overthrow the person who probably wouldn't let me in the country because I'm trans, so. No, 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 this, this, no, this, this won't happen, not here in Brazil. Okay, I'm just nervous because like Latin America I would love to go to, but I'm just, as a trans person, I just want to make sure I feel welcome whatever country yeah. I go to. So like, that's why I'm like, yes, I want to see Coldplay in the UK, but also like UK is turf island. I would not be welcome. But like, I don't know. If I go to London, maybe I'll be okay. Like, you would be welcome if, if you come like to Sao Paulo. It's, it's okay, okay yeah, Sao Paulo, for example. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, as I said, like I have to like, just save up money, focus on my job for a while. Like that's why like, yeah. I'm really happy with, I mean, Illinois, I start work like the week the album drops. I have work that I have work on the 15th. So like my focus is going to be so. <laughs> Your life is literally so connected to Coldplay events recently. That's so weird. I know right now, like, I don't like the way that like the band have been part of my life for half my life. And like, it's taken this long for them. Like they've always been like there. Well, for the most part, except for like, you know, that, that part in 2015 to 2017 where they just were not. But yeah right now this is like my new peak but like it's a peak that will never yeah. be eclipsed because everything i've wanted has happened yeah and i can't take that for granted i i didn't want to feel greedy like i always felt so guilty like be like oh i'm at all the new york gigs yeah, but it's not your fault i couldn't go to any of them and but it's not I'm your just, but it's not your fault i mean it's not my I just, I love this fandom so much. They're yeah. my family. And yeah. I wanted, if I could, I would have brought every single person in the fandom yeah, to every that's... gig I was at, if I could. Like, honestly, like, I'm thinking about that I should have, like, gone on, well, not Insta Live, because I don't really use my Insta, but, like, I should have, like, gone on, like, Twitter Live or Periscope, or Periscope even fucking still exists. I should have yeah. just done more to, like, let people, I could have done Twitter spaces and it could have been audio. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I, I wish I could have taken the whole fandom with me because everybody deserved to be there. Everybody deserved it. Everybody deserves the experience I had. I take none of it for granted. But you, but you <laughs> I, know something? I, I feel like that. I feel, but only with your tweets. Like, I feel that I'm, and not only you. I mean, lots of people do, who were there on, on Global Citizen, for example, that I was watching live too. So that was something. So I felt like we were together. And that's something very, very nice about fandoms and this kind of things, because we are watching the same concert at the same time and we are 
commenting about it at the same time and mm-hmm. and even on release days and those kind of things it feels like we're in the same room just saying like oh my god this is happening and and, and singing the songs together and this is one of the most beautiful things about fandom is that we somehow in a strange way we are connected and we are actually sharing moments and sharing things even though virtually which is the bad part but we are there we are together we, we are we're one big band and we are exactly. all one in the universe like and, yeah god this era man this is this is the era like honestly like every day i'm like viva is gonna be overthrown isn't it and i'm like <laughs> in term like i'm very sad but also like it's happening it's happening, it's happening. Well, Haley, thank you very, very, very much for being here again. I, I, I don't even know how to, to thank you to, for your time and your I mean, patience. And I mean, time, my friend. I just, I love talking about Coldplay. Like, oh, that's good to know. It's, it's just, it's. I always start to make up info dumping like crazy, but like this is this is my boys. These are my band. It's my babies. I love them and I love BTS. Like the fan, the army has been so kind. Yeah, me. we need to shout that out. Armies are amazing. Army, the I army love you is amazing. So much. Like yeah. y'all who have been like the real ones and like have been nice and kind and supportive. And and now we have a number one again, right? We need to. We, to we talk are literally about that. the number one song on the planet. Yeah. Like I'm still so overwhelmed. Like when that dropped, I like had like a full body like yeah. this is happening. I've waited half my life for Coldplay to have the number one song in the country anyway, but no, like Coldplay did the Billboard All Kill. We yes. have the number one song on every like major like important chart that like the song can be charted on, except for like radio play because it had it radio play and streaming because more people were buying the song than streaming or <laughs> yes. on the radio. But, like, hopefully in the coming weeks, things will pick up and it's going to get big again. I mean, I'm worried about Adele, but, like, who cares? She's done this before and we, we got through it. Yeah. Like, and I like Adele, so I'm not I'm not too mad. I'm just like, <clears throat> again? Yeah. It's okay. It's we, we have the number one song on the planet right now. Coldplay are finally cool again. You know yes. how nice it is to say that? Like, yeah. Like we are, are not like, 40 and, and, and white and old men listening to yeah, old men's like, music. These are just lovely humans. And like, honestly, to, to my height, to the boy in high school, it was middle school, high school. I don't even remember. Was it middle school? My, yeah, I think it was middle school. The boy in middle school who loved Metallica and wouldn't fucking shout out Metallica and told me that Coldplay were terrible. And like, Suck when it. we beat, when like this, this, this metalhead kid who was just so rude and mean whenever I was talking about how much I love Coldplay. And then when we won, we won Grand, when we won won the were the um song of the year and we won the best rock and we beat metallica for that oh his face <laughs> oh, i'm just imagining his face right now knowing right that coldplay now. are the most popular song on the planet right now yeah like, thanks army thanks gold players i love you i love this fandom i love these fandoms i love man just it's a good time to love coldplay i think and Haley, we love you so much i mean the fandom loves you a lot and uh <laughs> No, no, but no. But no, it's true. It's true. No, I'm just, I'm 
polarizing and awkward and messy and no if people like me I'm like that's nice <laughs> I mean I just I just try to be kind that's all I try to do I just I just try to be like Chris I just and that's lovely that's why we love you so much so just, <laughs> yeah so thank you very much for being cry. here thanks Rodrigo uh, thank you very much for being here feel feel home I hope you feel feel home and safe around here and I hope to see you or listen to you because this is a podcast in the end, right? So I hope that you are here. Uh, uh, you feel free to come around anytime you I'll want. I'll be around. I mean, hopefully after the album comes out, like we'll see. Because my work schedule is going to be a little hectic, but we no, we'll see. find some time. Haley, thank you very much. Hope to see oh, you again pleasure. in the hope future. To see you soon. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Code Talks. This podcast is hosted, produced, and edited by me, Rodrigo Saminis. I also made the soundtrack of the show, which is original since season two. Graphic design is made by Luis Eduardo Pinheiro. I ask you please to rate the podcast and follow us in the platform that you're listening to. It helps us a lot. Also, if you like Code Talks and want to support the show, please consider buying us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash pod to donate whatever you want. Also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Pod. P-O-D. Thank you very much and see you next week.